All right, y'all. So welcome to In Real Life with Siobhan. It's my first episode via um, video interview. I kind of wanted to take a different turn. I was just doing podcasts before, and now I want to do podcasts and video interviews for those people who like need to see the visuals. So this is my good friend from high school, Record Rennie, class mm-hmm. 313. Already know. <laughs> oh yeah, me. I'm adjusting my tenth grade year when I transferred to Cass. Mr. And, Smith class. Yeah, Mr. Smith class. I was Smith. I still the homie. <laughs> but yeah, we met in that class, and we always just been, you know, pretty tight. Um, every time we link up or every time we talk, it's like no time has went by. So, um, Justin is a motivational speaker, among other things. I'm gonna let him. Do some stuff, Justin. What do you do? Yeah. What, what do you Man, I, I, do? I do too much. <laughs> well, um, yeah, I'm well. First, I'm a follower of God. You know, I try to put that first. Mm-hmm. Um, then I'll just I'm a mental health advocate, I'm a health educator uh, for the youth. Um, I work for a nonprofit organization, also in the process of creating my own. Um, I set up platforms uh, to get other people's voice out uh, in terms of helping people with mental health. So it's called Mental Health for Millennials. And I also have my own podcast called the Pain to Power Podcast. So just trying to reach a whole bunch of different people, um, but also just spreading love, you know, throughout all of those platforms. So that's the goal of my life right now. Mental health for millennials. Mm-hmm. That gets us on our topic because that's what we're talking about. Especially for us, our generation millennials. I feel mm-hmm. like we struggle with mental health the most out of all generations. And that's maybe because of the time that we live in. I don't think anything has gotten worse. I think things have just been exposed more. So it seems mm. like things have gotten worse, but things have always been bad. <laughs> like there's Absolutely. Some type of evil, and it's always also to look on the better side, some type of good. So um, I want to ask you, explain what mental health actually is first before we dive into life. <laughs> so it, it varies. So when, when you talk about your own mental health, it's really just like, I try to say it as simple as I can. It's really just a self-awareness of who you are mentally, your thought processes and where those thoughts go. Are they focused in the past? Are they focused in the future? How good are you at being mindful and focusing on your real self in the present? And depending on where you are mentally will really determine the outcome of how you feel about yourself and just how your life probably will go. If I'm constantly focused on the future, Um, I'm focusing on events that have never even happened yet. So, and if I have a negative mindset, which a lot of us are, have, then I'll always see a bunch of negative scenarios in my future. And I'll think that my life is horrible, you know, but I never really focused on what's going on in my present. And your present could be good. But if you think about something negative, you'll think your whole life is that way. And if you focus on the past, those things are over with. You, You haven't moved on from them. And the more you focus on that, again, you can't focus on who you really are. You keep thinking you're this person from five years ago, then it becomes 10 or 15, and you never experience growth. So mental health is really self-awareness. Who are you at that moment, and who do you want to be? And it's a lot that goes into that to uh, progress it, um, but it's something we can all do. That's interesting that you talk about the moment. Um, that is really important because a lot of us I, I notice myself like 
I don't be living in the moment a lot of times. Like I'm, I'm the person who thinks ahead. Like okay, like I have to tell myself like Siobhan, enjoy like what's happening right now. It's okay. Mm-hmm. It's great to have goals, but like sometimes you can get too far ahead mm-hmm. and like not yeah. enjoying like the milestones that you hit in the moment. So exactly. um, yeah, and then talk about the past. I think we've all have had those instances where something oh, yeah. triggers. And I don't know. Triggers are real, you know? They're very real. They're very real. But here's the thing, like, that's where the self-awareness comes in. Self-awareness is you having to face those triggers. If you're going back into the past to, like, face a fear or something that you've dealt with, you might have triggers from things that you thought you moved on from. So whether it's bullying or possible assault, you might have moved past there, or you think you have, but those triggers still take place and they become baggage. So if I was uh, bullied a lot and it really harmed me, and or, or that's in my, my family life, I was always getting bullied or demeaned, you might bring that into another relationship thinking that's just how life is. But you didn't really face like, yo, that was really negative for me. So we all have different things that we have to face and turn that pain into power, you know, quick look. But you have to be able <laughs> to do those type of things. We all have to do it. Um, in my in school, we can talk, we talk about something called ACEs. And that's basically something that uh, we all have. So it's like a traumatic experience. It could be poverty. It could be losing loved ones, people going to jail. And if you're a minority, you're going to have more of those ACEs. And the more that you have, it leads to risk of dying at a younger age, poor mental and cognitive development, and a whole bunch of other negative outcomes. And unless you face them and realize how you can turn them around into to a positive, then you'll keep letting those things be down on you and you won't have a life that you want. That's some real stuff. (laughs) No, it's real because I think that those triggers, Jayaiko said it. That's that's what what she said. I had to go there because, you know, if you don't, it it is a lot of times where you can feel like you move, you feel through some things, and then Mm -hmm. something like somebody will say something, and you're just like, hey, like, I thought I was past this, and now you gotta go back. And I don't, I'm not gonna say some things. Do Do you believe that triggers? You can really get rid of triggers, or do you believe that they're like triggers will always be there, but there's a way to confront them and move like and get them out the way. I guess that, for lack of better words. I say yes. Yes and no. Like you, I, it might be something that you might be able to get past from. Like say it was. Say you didn't like the way your your ears or nose look like because you were just young and you know people might have bullied you for it. You, you might be able to get past it. Like, yo, I like who I, how I look and, and that's it. But some things could be deeper. You know, maybe you lost a loved one that you really cared about um, and you can, you can control it. So say that the trigger pops up again, if it's the anniversary of their death or it's their birthday, you might feel sad about it, but the control part comes in is my, am I going to let it take me down into this rabbit hole and then does it lead to bad you know coping behaviors and Uh does it turn me into this negative person Uh so it's ways to you can be sad but turn it around you know what i mean so that that's where it it can get a little tricky but you can control them and get rid of some i think okay so what does our generation well why does our generation struggle with mental health why do you think it's a variety of reasons like I, i think that it's always been an issue um, throughout generations, but we, we've covered it up. You know, we had so many issues with racism and all of that, you know, in our past, and we still do now. 
But anytime you bring up something like mental health, especially in the black community, we never address those things. It was just either you crazy or something wrong with you, and we just let it go. So there are a lot of people who have fallen by the wayside um, because of that. And I think because of social media, it's really started to show the issues that we're dealing with. And millennials are in that social media generation. Um, so I think that the main problem is, is, is how all of us as millennials have, have grown up and we never really received like a toolkit for happiness. Happiness is a skill set. I tell people all the time, happiness is a toolkit. And if you're raised given a whole bunch of demeaning things or everything you see on TV could be negative, it's in the music you listen to. If, if you're never bringing in positives, it shapes your foundation of who you are. Mm -hmm. So you have to kind of turn that around and break down that foundation and give that happiness toolkit. And that's with mindfulness. If you need therapy, it might be therapy. It gets a little tricky when we start bringing up medication, but I, I want to show people how God and mental health are so similar. Um, and we can talk about that too. Um, but we have to start taking those steps to, you know, better ourselves and realize who we are as a person and not trying to be a whole bunch of other people because it'll make us go crazy. Mm. Who child get into the who you are? Because I think at the end of the day, that's what mental health is about. Like, real, like what's the word I'm looking for? Realizing who you are and staying in that. And yes. being okay with like changing, not necessarily changing your complete person, but growing as a person. Because mm -hmm. sometimes we, I think that we get attached to like our old self. And when God is trying to like grow us through something or teach us through something, Absolutely. I don't really want to let it go. And it's like, mm -hmm. That's me. And it's like, but no. <laughs> Like, and it may not always have to be like a bad thing either. It can be a good thing and you're just progressing. Um, he's just like pruning or improving what you already have. Um, exactly. What you said about the tool, the toolkit, that was a really good thing because I don't know why. And I've been watching, I've been binge watching Girlfriends. And that show is so many lessons <laughs> in that show. I know. But I'm I'm a tired in. It's a message to my back. It's so many, like, even though people think of it as a as a girl show, like it's so many lessons on both ends, men and women, that can learn from that show. And one of the things is that um Joan, she starts going to therapy. And they like, yeah, I mean they're they're joking, but they're saying like, yeah, because you're crazy, you need help, blah, blah, blah. And it's like going to therapy does not make you crazy. Where did we get this stigma from? where like people who care or notice, because I think that's a strong attribute to notice that like, hey, it's something wrong and mm. I want to live a better life than what I'm already living. Thanks. And, or if people go to therapy to like, like couples therapy to like fix somebody else. No, it's like everybody got issues. Everybody. <laughs> right. That's living and breathing got issues. How can I work through those and I can, how can I like better myself through that? to have better relationships because at the end of the day I feel like going to therapy at the end of the day helps you with be relational and like mm -hmm. helps you in relationships because if you don't know what's going on with you and can't resolve things that's going on with you how can you have relationships okay. um so I don't I don't know where that bad, bad stigma came from as far as like you going to therapy I don't know like I gotta guess but I don't know because it's not just it's not a black thing it's we all a lot of us do it but I just know in the black community we're not really strong on taking care of ourselves 
And I think we're like that with a lot of different things. Um, I think we, we've been judged so much based on the color of our skin and that brought a whole lot of pain and all that. So they like, don't, don't be bringing something else into the mix that, that we trying to deal with. So it kind of just led to us being judgmental among ourselves. You know, we got taught that, like to judge ourselves for a lot of different reasons and never judged in a positive way. It's like, whatever is different about you, it's, it's bad. Like, it's like, if you act this way, it's not a good thing. If you're not acting like the masses, then something's wrong. And, and I think that's, I don't know. That's for life. That that really is. Um, and it's funny because I just wrote a, a blog about that, it, but not specifically generality, more so in the dance community. And mm-hmm. how like I feel like left out because I don't want to do what the mass dancers want to do. Right. Um, but I guess the next question would be, what does healthy mental health look like, and is there a standard? everybody or does is it different for everybody i think it's different for everybody because everybody has different lives um so i've all i give this analogy all the time i need to trademark it but it's like if you have (laughs) mental health is like a um it's like a house you know and houses are strong depending on what the foundation is and Mm -hmm. if, if the foundation is weak then that house will fall um, so I can have pretty blinds. My kitchen could look great. Oh, I got four or five bedrooms. But if that foundation have a bunch of cracks in it, that house will fall. And what we do as people, we make ourselves look as good as possible on the outside. But if our foundation is abuse, if our foundation is seeing alcohol, it's just a whole bunch of negativity. Like that becomes who we are. And we might look good, but eventually we can crumble from that. You know what I mean? And sometimes what has to happen is you have to break down that foundation yourself and build it up with the right things. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of where mental health, you know, kind of comes in with that because you have to figure out, okay, what exactly is my foundation? That's the first step. And that's not some, you know, you just meditating, drinking some green tea and then all this sunshine and rainbows come out. <laughs> it is really tough <laughs> to face those things. You know what I mean? Because that's accountability. Um, and that's not easy to do for anybody. So you kind of got to face that, go down deep in that tunnel, break it down, face it, and then see, okay, so for my own personal life, for the goals that I have, for the dream, if you're being spiritual, for the dreams that God has created for me, what tools does God want me to have so I can have that life that I want? So then if your foundation is strong, it doesn't matter how exactly the house looks. You might not have all the money in the world. You might not be the person that they deem as super handsome or super pretty, but you might be strong enough because you got God by you. And that will take you way past social media followers or or anything that we deem as popular or trending or status in our own world. So man is talking. Man, I'll be trying sometimes. So that that's kind of where mental health kind of comes in. And, And it's just adding those tools to better yourself whether it be mindfulness, exercise, your diet, there's a lot of different things that you can do. And then put God in that. Stop thinking God and mental health is, is separate. Or God is not separate from anything that we do. So mm-hmm. stop, we have to stop thinking that different actions, God is just like in these different little doors or different little houses. Mm-hmm. He sees everything that we're doing. Mm-hmm. So we have to put him in that in order for us to truly get to where we need to get to. 
that's that's real life i think that um what you said about like separating god and putting well god can do this but he over here for this like at the end of the day a lot of specifically talking about the new testament once jesus comes and dies and all that we experience he's really talking about your heart and your heart is your mind so it's all a mind thing. Like everything that Jesus did, he did it. But it's the fact of like believing it. And like it's all it's a battle of the mind. Like the mind is definitely a battlefield. And I think that like once you, like you said, God really I like I believe in, in Christian therapists. Um mm-hmm. and um I have a Christian therapist and like that's that's real life, like talking to somebody. And including God in it instead of just talking to a, re- a regular therapist that may not be able to understand your faith or don't agree with your faith. That's kind of hard to balance that because at this point, they're now giving you tools for you to help you instead of God helping you through yeah. whatever the situation may be. Um, yeah. So I guess, how do you feel about the Black community saying, well, just pray? <laughs> See, the thing with that is if you even if you are just even if you are just praying you have to have belief behind the prayer so what exactly are you believing in when you pray are you saying i just want a better life oh, oh, what is what does that mean what does that look like and are you believing in that god to provide that for you you know what i mean and then are you going to do the works that it requires to do that you know if you want to be better emotionally or or mentally and then and then you start getting these messages of either going to therapy or just trying to find some help for yourself and you don't do it then you're not really believing in god because he's the one that provided that for you i I just the more that i've grown in like in trying to understand god the less i believe in like coincidences or Mm -hmm. things just happen i really think that things come into our life that we pray for and that we ask for and that our spirit asks for um so if you're praying and you're not really doing the work behind it, it really doesn't, it really doesn't do anything. And that kind of leads to how I try to say God and mental health, it's, it's the same thing. Mm-hmm. So if you go to any therapist or you look at any mental health blogs, they'll f- to always talk about focusing on the present mm-hmm. and focusing on who you are now. All that is, is faith. Because you can't really focus on, you can't really focus on the future like that. You have to be fine with where you are right now and hope and pray that things will get better over time or think your goals will happen. You just got to take it day by day. It's the same thing as faith. Believe that God will look out for you. Believe your dreams will come true. That's mindfulness. It's the same thing. It's just some people say it from a Yeah, some people say yeah. it from this standpoint. It's the same thing. And you got to put those together and, and that'll, that'll really make your life better. It makes it, it takes such, so much pressure off. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I try to do. Believing is the catalyst to how you move mm-hmm. um because i think people can like separate those two. like i believe and then they think that they have to work in themselves from their own strength in order to gain what god like oh well now i need to gain god's this and god's that and it's like is jesus not enough so like your believing will lead you to like you said it's really a faith aspect like you believe it's gonna lead you to walk in a different path anyways 
Yeah. Um, and I think I have one last question. I ain't just one. Okay. Just one. Wait, we covered we covered a lot though. Yeah, um, we did. What are some tactics that helps? I guess, and I think we already talked about that. Um, well, I guess we can get to just like the generality. How did you get to this point of like this is what you wanted to do? Like you felt like this is what God put in your heart as far as like motivational speaking, not just motivational speaker speaking because you have motivational speakers that, like I said, don't believe in God and it's all like okay self-help like you got to go deep within and pull out stuff and a lot of their philosophy is based off the bible but they don't even know it that's exactly but, oh, wait, that's but yeah episode. how did you get there in, in in your life well see honestly like God was is was new to me well still is new to me like it it kind of popped up on well he, I won't I don't want to say popped up but he, <laughs> he came into my life <laughs> more so in college and it's kind of just been this journey of figuring out okay like, who are you, number one? And how can I just make it, you know, kind of short and sweet? Um, I had to go through things. I had to go through my own, you know, own pain. And once the, the football dream was over, then it was like, okay, who am I now? Oh. And, and so I realized. That. that was your identity crisis because you felt oh like your identity was God. And okay. it ruined, absolutely tarnished my college experience. College was awful for me um, a lot of people don't know that unless you were kind of around but it was that's a that's a whole other story there um so yeah it was like okay what i realized was i was whoever the people around me told me how, how can i say it? whatever people said around me was who i was so luckily i had good people around me who instilled positivity in me so i'm like okay i'm i'm a good student i'm a good football player you know what i mean and now that i hit college and i'm on my own the voices are gone, number one. And now the football dream is over. So now I'm like in this empty space, like, okay, okay what, is, so what am I doing? Yeah, and it's so scary. So it led to like this attack of of demons and just this attack of negativity that really just exploded in my own mind and led to just really bad uh, anxiety about everything. They call it like generalized anxiety. So you worry about everything. So if if you're getting attacked by a bear, that fight or flight that you will feel, you will feel that about everything, whether it be socially, whether it be your self-esteem. Um, it could be a variety of different things. So imagine how that would affect your every day if you're always in fight or flight. So you'll isolate yourself um, and you really just go down a dark road. So luckily, I let's just say I went through a lot of stuff um, and then luckily my dad called and I'm crying and everything. He was like, cause I thought I had a bunch of illnesses or something for me to act this way. And he was like, did you just look, just look up anxiety or something? And I went on this blog and people were saying the exact same things that I was saying. And it feels so good to know that you're not alone. And that's one thing that people need to know. You, your story may be unique, but it's not super original that you're the only person dealing uh -huh. with it. So there is someone out there for you. And then basically from that point on, it's just been kind of, okay, going through that of how do I manage the anxiety and how do I figure out who I am? And that self-awareness kind of helped me, you know, kind of beat down some of those demons. And it it just kind of over prayer and over time, over years, 
kind of led to me saying, okay, that was a lot of pain that I was going through, still maybe going through. Look how you turned it around to having a whole bunch of mental health activities, panels, podcasts to help other people. That's where that power comes from. And that's not something that you just come up with. That's something that's in your spirit. That's something that you pray on and you get answered for. Um, And it just really became something, you know, special to me and something that I'm trying to grow. You know, when it doesn't leave, you know, something doesn't supposed to just act on and that's just kind of just kind of what i'm doing so i was running away from it though (laughs) we all do i was running away from it justin (laughs) when i tell you a few years ago it's been about five years now when i was like yeah and i never necessarily saw myself like preaching or like at a specific church but i did see myself speaking about that like maybe like traveling and I was like, I don't want to do that. <laughs> I was ready, ready, ready. But deep down inside, I did want to do it. But I was yeah. like, well, ain't nobody else around me want to do that. So, like, maybe I'm just, maybe I'm tripping or something. No. I literally, mm-hmm. like, had to come to a point where, like, that, that feeling still hasn't left me. And, like, me yeah. wanting to help other people, like, having that desire to help other people see life has the the surface level is like real life. And I think that's what you have to like, you know, it's a lot of people, God has put in our heart different things to do, but wanted to help like somebody become free and like experience what you've experienced and your freedom and steps and freedom and like helping people souls. That is like, it feels like a big responsibility and it's something that like you want to run from. And now I was like, I did want to give you a shout out though because doing this is not easy a lot of people give like tips on how to improve themselves this or that but they don't also show their vulnerable side in order for them to do it so a lot of times we don't listen to people giving us advice because it's like how do you you haven't been what I've been through and they might have they just never express it but with you yeah you know what i'm saying like with you like for you to be vulnerable and for you to be a black woman and be vulnerable with all the things you guys go through just on a daily basis throughout history for you to do what you do that there's really some praise and and some shout outs to to go with that um so definitely you know just keep doing what you're doing because it's impacting a lot more people than you may think so we both just got to keep this going oh thanks justin personality or you know being led by guys to talk about certain things on social media because 
Like, mm-hmm. you don't. And as far as you like commenting on my vulnerability, that is something that I had to like become okay with because I always felt like I was sharing too much. Oh yeah. Like people was like, okay, well she talk she talk a lot about stuff or like on social media. There's always this prerequisite of like showing yourself but not showing your true self or showing your best self mm-hmm. and i don't like that like the person that you see on social media is the same person that you see in in person like i'm the same person on and off so that's something that like i really have asked god not for me to like stray away from because mm-hmm. um i've definitely had a few people reach out to me and be like yo like your relationship with god is something that like, i want and i'm like don't don't want my relationship with your own, but it's okay exactly. to be real with God. It's okay to be mad at God. It's okay, like, to just, it's a relationship. Like, the same relationship that you have with a person on earth, mm-hmm. the same thing with God. Like, exactly. <laughs> it's the same, same thing. Like, stop thinking of him as a master that you serve and thinking of him as, like, a father. Because you, you have, and that's hard for some people, too, because some people might not have had a relationship with the father mm-hmm. but like god is so many more things just than a father he's a friend like if you think if you have a great friendship and you think about god as your friend it can develop into like that father child relationship um over time but yeah i guess that's, yeah. that's all, I, all we yeah. got friends yeah but one more thing there let me let okay. me add one more thing so, no, <laughs> so you for anybody, yeah so like for anybody that's feeling lost and really feeling like they're in that deep dark tunnel what I'm about to say, it might sound scary at first, but it's really like the best thing in the world. Like, if you're in that tunnel, you don't know where to go. Number one, you got to stop living your life and live the life God wants you to have. And sometimes what's scary about that is like, people don't know, okay, who is God? Like, what, what path am I supposed to be on? And you realize like the path that, you, that you're on is all in your mind. And clearly your mind might not be in the right place right now. So your mind is taking you to this negative spot. But if you're on God's path, number one, God is not someone who's here to stray you and push you in a negative situation. He wants to bring you out. That's the whole point. It's about being born again. So if you follow that, it takes, it does take a load off. And I have to tell myself this too, because I, I still go through it sometimes. Um, but it takes a load off because you know that you're now in this person's hands. You're not controlling everything. There are actions that you must take, but it's actions on a path that has already been created for you. If you follow that right path, you start trying to make your own stuff and trying to control every tool. And when you have to do that, you have to be responsible mm-hmm. for the success and the failure. Like you, you're, yes. you're, that's your soul. You're solely responsible for that. And that's what people don't understand about like God and faith is that, um, and maybe they've just gotten the wrong preaching for a long time, but mm-hmm. the wrong doctrine, but like, the freedom comes in knowing that like it's not all on you yes and that's 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 what i've enjoyed most about and that's why i'm still in it now trust me i didn't have my my time with god like all right i'm about to put yeah. it but <laughs> in the end he's always come through so yeah that's 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 true um that's dope but that's all I got now. Thank you for doing this with me. And um, next week, y'all, we are going to be talking about friendship. 
was my best friend Imani, so y'all want to stay tuned for that. Um, basically, when do you know how important is friendship, and when do you know you should let somebody go? Um, it's gonna get real, and I can't wait for that. What do you think? Wait on that one. <laughs> but yeah, thank you, Justin. Of course. <laughs>